video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, our first episode of 2022. This week we are going to take a look at the year ahead and discuss the games expected to release and what we're most excited for and a few of your predictions and most anticipated games as well. If you are new around here, my name is Jessica and I am one third of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast team. I'm also joined by completionist Pure Dead Craig. Hello. And resident vocalist, Andy. Hello. In our regular weekly podcast episodes, we look at the latest gaming news and share our thoughts. We also share what we've dubbed a shitty platinum, a game in which a platinum trophy, or in the case of Xbox 1000G, can be obtained with ease and or in a short amount of time. We also claim to be not doing that this week for time restraints. I'm just telling the listeners what we normally do. Oh, mm-hmm. right. okay, you know, so they'll come back next week. You Jess know? is the expert. Just let her do what she's doing. Interrupting my intro. As so many video games have inspired the creation of adaptations on the big screen, we also watch and review a gaming movie each week, with this week's being the latest in the Resident Evil franchise, Welcome to Raccoon City. Welcome back, Raccoon. And finally, we take a look at the upcoming releases in the next week and share a pick of the week. So if that sounds like your thing, then do make sure you subscribe. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3pm UK time. To keep up to date with all things Pure Dead Gaming, make sure you are following us on our socials. Our website is puredeadgaming.com where you can read written reviews and we also sometimes drop some video content on our YouTube channel. So again, make sure you are subscribed. And lastly, new for 2022 is the Pure Dead Gaming Discord. Thanks to those who have already joined. If you're new to Discord like me, it's essentially a big group chat platform and we have several channels set up. So depending on your interests, you can come hang out and chat with us. We will leave a link in the episode description so you can join if you wish. And there will also be some upcoming giveaways, so it's worth joining even just for that. Yes. Do you know one person that hasn't fucking joined, despite being reminded twice? I tried to. I was like, one third of this fucking podcast. I better do this and then they wouldn't have let me register. So I had stuff to do and I was like, I'll just leave it. Uh, Nobody else has you, have they? I'll keep on trying. That's hard. Hard. <laughs> How is everyone? Good. Good. It's been alright. You've been good. off. And you get good use of your time off. Yeah. Aye. No. Not bad. The kids off as well though. Aye. That just says everything we need to know, folks, doesn't <laughs> the, it? The kids don't go to school on Christmas on New Year's Eve. Well, I don't know. That's no. true. I <laughs> know, uh, kids have been off, but um but I know it's been pretty good. Tends to be mm. kinda interrupted though. I was saying to you earlier that I was trying to watch the new Ghostbusters film. And it's a two-hour film that I started at four o'clock, and at seven o'clock, I was an hour into it. 
because <laughs> I'd spent more time with the thing on pause than I had actually You can't really, it. I don't feel as if you're enjoying the experience of the film when you're pausing every no, five minutes. No. You may as well wait until you've got time. I know you really that like could, to watch it. I really want to watch it. That could literally be forever. I need you to try it the and night, could you know? Watch it the night. Going to gym, gym straight after work. Ugh. After work, straight after the podcast. Oh, I know, that's him on his new year, new... New me. New year, new, new me. New year, new me. <laughs> Speaking of resolutions, what we got? I don't do resolutions. Do you know what? Nah. If, if we go back to, I think, potentially our first episode of this podcast, I'm pretty sure we did talk about some re- resolutions and I can't even remember did what they were. I think I Nobody said... Nobody dig them up because yeah, I definitely didn't do them. I think <laughs> I might have said that I was going to start going to bed. Instead of falling asleep on the couch. Instead of falling asleep on the couch. I think you maybe did that once. Maybe once. Aye. Maybe. When I wasn't feeling well or something. Aye. Do you usually fall asleep there? Yeah. I just always fall asleep on the couch and then Craig wakes me up and then it's time for Carry, me to dress Carries you up the stairs. <laughs> to be fair, it's sort of my fault because like Jess gets tired at a normal time and it's like, oh, we should go to bed. And I'm like, get in the bin. I've got at least three hours of gaming to do here. So I'm I'm sitting playing games and then she falls asleep on the couch. Hmm. So it's, it's, but you don't want to go up there yourself. It's essentially well, I mean, my I could, fault. I could go up to bed myself, yeah. but you know. But no, no, you mean you want to spend time each other? Yeah. Even if she is unconscious at the time. Do you have any re- resolutions? I'm going to lose a shit ton of weight. Right. That's my plan. That's the plan. That's, that's why I'm activating the gym after the podcast. Although I have been doing that a wee bit the last yeah. month or so. Are you actually doing like cardio and aye. changing your diet a bit? Aye, aye. I had, to be fair, I've been eating a little bit healthier the last couple of days. I ate rice today. <gasps> wow. Actual rice, didn't I? Well, Actual rice, folks. Sort of. It was microwave pouch of rice. That's rice. I mean, yeah. Well, it better count because it was <laughs> fucking humming. <laughs> oh, what did you have, we? Yeah, uh, korma sauce. It was chicken and korma. That's good. Huh? Nice. Uh, so yeah, I've been trying to eat a bit healthier, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and smash the cardio. I'd really just like to play five a side football three or four times a week. But mm. as you get to, I mean, I'm. 36, I'll be 37 by the time we record the next time and see oh, trying to get an extra nine people that will, are willing to play football it's mm. murder at this age they're lazy as fuck so <laughs> or done because in. I can't get, I mean earlier on we've got a group chat for organising football and me and a guy Davey were like right okay we're up for a game on Thursday, who else is in that was five hours ago and not a single person in that group chat has responded to say that. And that tells you everything you need to know. Aye, there's about yeah. 25 people in that group chat and not one of them, <laughs> not one of them has piped up. Nobody's for a game. No, so... I think, I don't know, it's, I mean, it's currently the 4th of January that we're recording this and I think for a lot of people, like, they're maybe potentially still off work and it's, it's not till probably next week folk are like, right, let's, let's buckle up here, mm. let's... Yeah. New Year to... starts now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's 17th of January. I, so <laughs> if I could, exactly. So if I could get three or four games of football a week, that would be great. But in lieu of that, because it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. I am going to have to smash the card deal. So my plan is that I've got loads of shows that I'd like to watch that I've never got time to. So I'm going to choose one and then I'm going to go to the gym and I'll do like an hour's cardio while Just watching watch a show. show. And then that'll... It's, it's also a case of killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. And I'll try and get through like, a series. Take your time, make it go faster. Yeah. 
Because uh, well, I, I, I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Like a lot of people would choose like music, and music is like inspirational when you're working out. But I think I would react because I'm like I know that I've when I could get on like I've got this one show to go and it's forty eight minutes or whatever. Mm. So yeah, I don't I know. I, I, I need the beats. Like I'll listen to a track that's like one hundred and forty beats per minute uh, to coincide with the speed that I'm running at and stuff. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm good. I've I started good. watching that Orange Is the New Black. Mm. Yeah, that's really really good. Um, um, how long are each episode? An hour. Right. Well, that's a contender. About thirteen. <laughs> contender. Thirteen episodes a season. There's four, seven seasons. I'm in season four, and I've only been watching it like four days. <laughs> I even texted me. You said you were staying up to about six in the morning. <laughs> I did one <laughs> night. Fucking lunatic. Yeah. I mean, that sort of time scale would work out. You could I know, do like two cardio sessions a week. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Six months. You think, should I go for that you one then? Or? That. It's really good. It is good. Right, I might do that one. There's a few in the shortlist. Like, I'm, I'm, at the minute, I'm working my way through the second season of The, of the Mandalorian as well. But some of those mm. episodes are only 35 minutes. I'd like something a wee bit longer. I mean, I could the do The Book of started there aye, as well, isn't it? Aye. Although you, it's not all the long time. There's, there's so many shows I've got that there's been seven, eight seasons of that I could easily... But I think that was I think that's gonna help me. Because yeah. I'm gonna need I need three cardio sessions a week. Yeah, we do have a film and movies channel on the Discord, so if you've got any suggestions for Craig, then please drop them in there. And we've got a fitness channel. There you go. <laughs> and a pure dead love. Which is fucking barren at the moment. Uh, no, I've not added that yet, but I have added feedback for the podcast. So <laughs> uh, yeah. But I uh, so are you are you getting any? Resolutions? No. I don't. I don't think so. Other than just to yeah, be a bit more health cautious and lose some weight. It's yeah. not really a resolution though. It's just a, that's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. You're just showing off, but you don't need to lose weight. I do. <laughs> like I'm, I'm over here. I'm in a fucking grim need to lose weight at the moment. This pandemic's ruined me. <laughs> uh, we, in the pandemic. I'm blaming it in the <laughs> pandemic. Not your willpower. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed those coffees and the coffees weren't enough to keep Worth me going. Worth the cream eggs. Well, that's the thing. You need an extra boost sometimes. Mm-hmm. Did oh, you no. see um, Subway reply to him on no. Twitter? What was this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd uh, put up a tweet just saying, I think I tagged Subway, uh, KFC, KFC Domino's. Domino's and McDonald's. Right. Just saying it's not you, it's me. <laughs> uh, but we have to break up for a while. <laughs> or no, I just said, it's not you, it's me, but I think we need to go on a break. And then Subway replied saying, are you breaking up with me? <laughs> <laughs> but I told him I'd be back. I just need to make some changes for the moment. <laughs> uh, I did actually ask, uh, give a shout out for uh, some resolutions and we got a few back as well. We got quite a nice one actually from The Dad Gamer who said, I want to be more patient with my kids. They're getting older and have their own opinions and beliefs that I need to recognise. That's probably one I could go for as well, but I also, I mean, they drive me nuts, so I don't know how long I'd last with that one, but I'll try. (laughs) Uh, We got one from Moulin who said, I just want to play and have fun. Happy New Year to you all. And then he said, excuse me, I'm French. I actually did have to translate that tweet, but that was nice of him to get in touch. Jason said, I want to go back and play some older games that I've never gotten around to this year, like God of War, Last of Us 2, Shenmue 2, etc. And try to ignore some of the constant stream of new games vying for my attention. And Derek Russell said he wants to reach 200 Platinums on PlayStation, finish the full Halo series on Xbox and complete at least... 
I've wrote three, but I'm sure he said four Mario games on the Switch. Mm. Yeah, just off the back of that, like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a resolution, but I would like to complete more games, not completionist Craig type complete, as in get a platinum. But I feel like this, certainly looking at the past couple of years, I've started a lot of games, like story-based ones, Mm -hmm. and I've just not finished them. Yeah. I feel mm. you there. So that may be a little. It's one step. Goal cl- it's me. one. It's one step closer to the platinum, though. It's one step closer to you. You want that platinum. I don't. I, no. I don't need that no. in my life. We'll get no. you. Can we'll get you completing them first, and then you'll get that urge. Yeah, doubt it. I just feel like at this point in time, I'm so far down the line that I can't compete with people who are already at. Yourself, but you, you, don't, you don't need to compete with that. It's but that's how I'm. That's what drives me in right. things. You know what I mean? You could you could aim for Andy's first. He's only got a couple. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh no, <laughs> I have overtaken your your, well, your achievements. Yes. Well done. Only by about ten or something like that. I ran out of time today, mm-hmm. but it, it was on my to do list before we recorded tonight. Beat Andy, and that's exactly what it said. And and. I have done it. I take it you haven't seen on Twitter. I got that fucking Death Door Platinum. I battled the shit out of that uh, final boss with the umbrella. 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 Umbrella power. Fuck. What was the trophy name for the umbrella, or was there not? Uh, Umbrella Barbara. I think it was like the Umbrella Academy or something like that. It's a show, isn't it? Nah, something like that. In fact, I'm sure it was. So that. how long was that? Two or three weeks? I'm just checking away at it a wee bit, a wee bit. Like, it, see, to be honest, like it wasn't that hard. Like I had much har- a much harder time completing the game the first time. But I think because I like I'm not very good at those type of games, and I had to learn to get good at it. That by the time I'd mm. completed it the first time, it wasn't as hard the second time. Even though you were using like a shitter weapon, you still you have like consumable like like throwable magic powers and you can still use them and they do the most damage so it wasn't that much harder to be honest um i mean even though i've completed it twice and then got the platinum i was instantly thinking there's another trophy stack that i can oh get God. again and i haven't got the 1000 g and xbox but i thought that was you done screaming at the tv but it's so good <laughs> i just like see honestly see when i platinum that was just like i don't want to be finished with this game mm. You don't need so to be, good. you could play, still play, you could complete it again. Well, that's what I'm saying, I will. All oh, right, he's going uh, <laughs> to... Get, to get the other trophy stack. That's silly of me. To, to get all the achievements on the Xbox version. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay. I shall be back. Okay. What else have you played? What did you, what tips you over the edge to to beat Andy's score? Uh, I was playing this game, it's not that very good, it's like a kind of a shitty 1000G game, I think it's actually just came to PlayStation as well, it's called Zero Degrees, it's a wee puzzle game, you played a little bit of it earlier, oh, okay, the one yeah. where you're shooting the, you've got shit like blocks of ice to navigate around a sort of 2D world, it's alright, it's not bad, as far as shitty, kind of shitty platinum type games go, it's actually a kind of fun wee puzzle game, and I also played, I never mentioned this last week, but that Dark Side Detective game that I love, the sequel to it, A Fumble in the Dark, on Christmas Eve, they launched a free DLC, one new case, and it was like a Christmas-based mm-hmm. case that like brought back loads of characters from the first two games, and that was really cool. I really liked that. Anyone that's, that's playing those games, I'd highly recommend it. They did a Christmas case from the first game as well, so there's actually two Christmas cases. 
but we, we can't talk about Christmas now. That's no, it's done. That's done. done. But I mean, yeah. next year when it get when the tree goes up and you're looking for a Christmas game to play, Dark Side Detective's got you on lock and key. Okay. Before we move on, another thing we I think it was Andy actually last week had asked some uh, if anyone had a top five uh, of 2021 if they wanted to write in. So we got some responses on that. Uh, Flying Taco says in no particular order Horizon Zero Dawn so he must just have played that this last year Death's Door Halo Infinite Ratchet and Clank assume that's Rift Apart and Disco Elysium James said number one It Takes Two number two Hades number three Death's Door number four Psychonauts 2 and number five A Short Hike and Harry said uh, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima, The Icky Island DLC, Hades, and It Takes Two. It's like kind of a lot of the ones we were talking about as well. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, there, there is, um, as Craig mentioned last week as well, um, top 10 games of 2021 article that's live on the website. So it's Craig's full top 10 list with a bit more detail on why he's chosen them. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it is our top five games of 2021 as well. Yeah. Yep. Shall we head for the big 2022 preview? Yes. Yep. Let us shall. It's going to be funny. The first episode of next year, going back and looking at this and going, how many of these games didn't actually come out? Because how surely a load of them are getting delayed. Yeah, so the, the 2022 calendar is already jam-packed with big blockbuster AAA game releases, including long-awaited titles, including God of War, Ragnarok, Starfield and Elden Ring. In fact, yeah, like you said, like a, a lot of the most anticipated games for this year were actually delayed from last year. So fingers crossed they do make it out to our consoles this year. We have listed what we feel are the biggest releases coming up in 2022. And we're going to run through that in order of release date with the games at the end that are scheduled for 2022. But we don't have a date quite yet for them. Uh, so yeah, let's just get stuck into it and talk each one through. So first up, we have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, which is due to release on January 20th. This looks good. Yeah. It does look quite cool. I don't know yeah. if I'm going to play I don't know if I'm definitely going to play it or not. Like, oh, I'll play it. I'll definitely play looks it. Looks a lot like um, The Division. Mm. I think. No. Oh, it's a first person, is it not? Yeah, so for those who don't know, it's an upcoming tactical shooter developed by Ubisoft Montreal and it's published by Ubisoft as well. And it's a spin-off to the Rainbow Six Siege and it's a cooperative multiplayer game in which players must work together to combat and defeat a type of parasite-like alien called the Archeans. Archeans? Yep. (laughs) Ah, the old (laughs) Archeans. Farty McGarkey. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this. Like, I don't know if I saw something I wasn't meant to see or what. But at one point, I was on Xbox and I think I was trying to download something off Game Pass. And when I went in, Rainbow Six Extraction was listed, right? And I was like, oh, it must be coming to Game Pass. That's quite a good move because the game looks cool, but there's not really much hype for it, especially considering it's out in three weeks. Um, but then, so when I was making this list, I was like, oh yeah, is that Game Pass? And I'd like Googled it and there's nothing about it being on Game Pass. And I was mm. like, I definitely didn't imagine sure that. you seen it? Because there's other Rainbow Six I know. products. 
nah, there's none in, none in Game Pass though, mm. and it's not there now. Like I don't know if I accidentally went into the store and I thought it was in Game Pass and it was maybe like a pre-order, but I'm sure I saw it. But there's nothing online about it. Mm. So either like Xbox are bad for like putting stuff live and then going oh shit and taking it back down. So unless like somehow I saw it when I wasn't meant to or something, but uh, aye, there might be it might be coming to Game Pass. But it would seem strange because there's never been a Ubisoft game that's came straight to Game Pass. Okay, next up. On January 28th, we are getting Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. So this is a remastered collection of two great games in the Uncharted saga. We've got Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which I actually haven't played, so I think I'll definitely be... You've not played the DLC one? No. Mm. Um, good. That is. Yeah. I don't know what was... Because we usually play through the Uncharted games together, but I can't remember, like... I maybe played a, a tiny bit of it because I do remember playing as Chloe, but then I seem to—I don't know why I remember shit like this, but I remember playing it during the day. Whereas with most of the Uncharted games, like we sat and we would play it like at night once the kids went to bed, like yeah. together. But I think I played this one by myself, and I'm not sure why. Uh, it's, it's quite short though. It's only selfish, about, selfish. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> it's only about four or five hours, isn't it? It's quite a short one, yeah. but it's brilliant. Like it's got the same production value. It's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I've been wanting to replay Uncharted 4 for fucking ages, but I just knew that as soon as I played it, they would then announce like a <laughs> 60 frames a second version. I'd be mm-hmm. raging, so I kept holding off. But this has been on for about two years, <laughs> so finally it's happening. Looks good. Yes. And it's also a day after my birthday, so hint, hint. Sorted for a birthday present. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so just... In January as well, just a couple other mentions. God of War PC release is due out. And we've also got Pokemon Legends Arceus, which we will have to buy. Pokemon, yes! Our son is Pokemon Daft, so that will probably get purchased. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, then the next one. There's a lot There's a lot of people... See that Pokemon game? I mean, I know fuck all about it. I've never even seen a screenshot. But a lot of people are saying, like, even by Pokemon standards, like, it looks poor. Oh, like the graphically, okay. it just doesn't look good. But Do we care? Nah. I mean, it's probably see most Pokemon games they're, they're really good, so it's probably going to be mm. like it, I think Pokemon fans are going to fucking love it. But apparently, the graphics aren't mm. particularly yeah. good. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Okay, and then we have February. <gasps> they are Here at least comes. five, six big games for February coming out. Yeah. See, so, yeah, when I talked about my New Year's resolution, like I'm actually you can cut this bit of the podcast. Uh, I'm setting the scene like so that if my work listens to the podcast and they're like right so he did make that January New Year's resolution to do go hard at the gym because I'm planning a big injury right at the end of January <laughs> so that I can play all this shit in February and the thing is they'll never know because I'll be like well just listen to the podcast I was all in with the gym I'm just I'm, I'm trying to lose weight here and I just pushed it one step too far and now I'm in a position where I have to sit on a couch for a month and I'm as gutted as you are but yes, imagine you forgot to cut this out and then he's been all smug and he's like Look, listen guys it's just something that happened I tore my labrum and it's just you know what I mean and then they're like well how do you explain this and then they play the clip and then you slowly it slowly sinks in that you realise that Jess didn't cut it and you're like oh oh." I've got a very specific four week ailment and I'll I'll see you all on the first of March Mm -hmm. you wouldn't do that 
planning an injury. Yeah. So, first up, February 4th, we're getting Dying Light 2, Stay oh, Human. Hopefully. Oh, no, we definitely are, because it went gold like two months ago. Awesome. Okay, so, this is a survival horror game featuring a zombie apocalyptic themed open world. Hmm. It's first person as well. I've never seen that before. How's they come up with these? I know, that's great. This is the first of many it zombie, does look zombie awesome, games though. to come. Right. I mean, to be fair, I know it's the same old stuff, but this looks fucking great. I can't I watch wait the trailer for it, for And I'm actually like, I don't know, we've been burned so many times recently with games coming out and then they're buggy as fuck. But uh, the fact this went gold in like the end of November, they've been polishing it and polishing it and, yeah. and polishing it and you're like, surely it'll just fucking work. It looks so good. Yeah, and I think we spoke about... Um, when we were talking about the top five games a year last week and you mentioned Resident Evil and how it's that first person, like this is a mm-hmm. first person game and mm-hmm. I think that it just adds to that. Yeah. Immersion. Um, like yeah. it, it's not something I will play, but I'll probably watch you play yeah. it. So Everything they've shown in the trailers just looks like the same stuff from the first game, but better. Like it had that day-night cycle that was cool as fuck, but in, yeah. the, in the stuff they've shown for this, it looks even cooler and the story looks a bit like more involved mm-hmm. and... Why won't you play it, Jess? Why won't you play it? Too scary. Too scary, you think? It's only zombies. I I know, but I panic. I panic and then can't do it and then die and then it's a a waste of time. (laughs) You do panic too. (laughs) But I looks great. This is a definite on it as soon as I can get it type of of thing. Yeah. Okay. And then a a mere four days later, Mm. on February 8th, we have Seafew. Seafew, is that how I'm saying it? I think it's Seafew, oh, but... Seafew. So it's a beat-em-up action. Yeah. It's, it's like a third-person brawling beat-em-up. It, it looks, looks cool. It does look really cool. I bet it's one of those games, again, where it's you can pick it up and enjoy it, but it it's one of those games you can become a master of it the more you Aye. play it. So it, I, I'm a bit confused about this one, because like, obviously I've seen the trailers and stuff, but like, is it like a... Time loop type thing. No, I think when it's you not die, or something. Aye, it's not a time loop, but every time you lose all your life and you die, you come back a year older. Yeah. See, so your age is like the top corner. And then what happens when you get to like a silly age, like a hundred? I don't know if they've said like maybe if you get too old, then you just have to. You do actually start have to start again. again. Fuck. But I think. Have me. <laughs> I think it's a case of so at first it's maybe like it's, I think it's going to be quite challenging, but I think it's particularly yeah. challenging at first. But see. As you get older, I think there's a sort of sweet spot where your skills are better. Mm. So if you're dying, you're coming back and you're a bit better each time. Mm. But then it may then work in reverse as you're like wheeling yourself onto the battlefield. Uh, and is it it like, looks good. I don't know. Like <laughs> They said you can complete it without dying once. And is it just purely... Which is the most like, games is, there a, <laughs> is there a story to it or are you just like so, constantly yeah. fighting people? No, I, I, I think there's there's a story. there will a be story, a but... story but I can't imagine it's going to be one piece. You know what yeah. I mean? It'll be like, right. this guy, his fucking dog's probably died. It's probably John Wick. <laughs> it look, the, fight, the fighting system looks amazing. It looks brilliant, aye. I mean, the thing is, though, it looks amazing but you're like, how does that translate to the button combinations? Like, I hope it feels good to play. I think it will. But well, there's a guy that because there was a demo, like a a demo, a twenty minute demo, apparently. Right. And there was an article about a guy that played the demo for like eight hours or something like that, just getting into the combat and that. And he said after the eight hours, he still wasn't bored of it. 
Nice. A 20 minute demo. He That's still had cool. stuff to learn. Yeah. So I think this is going to be like really intricate, Aye. compact system. Hopefully. It looks cool. It looks really cool. And do we know the price point? Is this like a... It's going to be a budget price. Yeah. Aye. I don't think... I, I would guess 20 quid, but it won't, it won't be really? more than 30. I don't think it's going to be a full price game. Okay. I, don't, I, I definitely I do. don't think it'll be over £30. Yeah. That's oh. kind of what I had in my head, but I just wasn't sure. Cool. Okay, and next up, we saw the official release date trailer at the Game Awards at the tail end of last year for Crossfire X. It's set to be released exclusively for Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash X on February 10th. It's the third instalment in the Crossfire series. I don't know what about this. No, I had fucking zero for hype for this. Like, I thought it was just some co-op only, I don't know, Warhammer. I don't even know what Warhammer really is, but something in that sort of thing that I would mm. have no interest in. But then I watched the trailer and it looks like a Call of Duty style, a futuristic mm. Call of Duty style campaign. Like, I think you can play it with people or solo. It's made by Remedy. Which is pretty fucking cool. Like yeah. They don't make bad games. But the trailer actually looked pretty yeah. awesome. Like, like you're kind of in a city, there's loads of skyscrapers, I, and it looks like you're in the buildings and stuff. And yeah, it, it the graphics look... just looked really nice. Like I, I had mm. literally zero hype for this, but I mean, it's coming to Game Pass day one as well because it's Xbox. So I like, I, I literally had zero hype for it. But after watching the trailer uh, before this, I was like, hi, I'll, I'll have a look at that. There's no way it can be terrible with Remedy. I don't think. They just don't make bad games. Okay, still in February, a mere eight days later on this one, we have Horizon Forbidden West, um, developed by Guerrilla Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. So it's coming 18th of February for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 and is, of course, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, which released in 2017. Open world, post-apocalyptic Western United States is the setting. Looks great again. Yeah. It's almost a shame that it's. One. I know it's a shame that it's coming out so soon to other things because, like, you're obviously the fourth of February you're going to start Dying Light. Then in the eighth you're going to be like, right, well I'll play Dying Light, but I'll also play a bit of Seafood at the same time. <laughs> and how the fuck are you going to have the two of them finished by the eighteenth when Horizon comes out? But you don't want to. It's alright for me because I can stagger these, but you've got to kind of play them for the website. Nah, you've right. got, you've got to play. I them think too. I still might stagger it. Like, it's not like... I'm not going to have to review Horizon then. Like, like yeah, Sony wouldn't piss on you if they're on fire. Oh, right, if you're right. on fire. But, um... I, I, I don't know. It'll be hard. I, like, I loved Horizon, so it would be hard not to play it when it comes out. But mm-hmm. I might be fucking entrenched in well, dying light play, at that point. I might play it. Ah, you were, you were saying yeah, that, weren't you? Yeah. It's... I don't know. It's not really my thing. But I might give it a go. I think you would maybe like it. I do. You didn't play the first one. No. But I think you would... I do think you'd maybe like it. Okay. I'll consider it. I think you would like it. Uh, It's It's a good game. Scratch that. It's a fucking great game. (laughs) Okay. And next up we have perhaps the most anticipated game of the year. Elden Ring comes out February 25th. It's features elements similar to those found in its predecessors, the Soul series, as well as Bloodborne and Sek- 
Sekiro. Sekiro. That's it. Shadows die twice. With gameplay focusing on combat and exploration. Yes, it's basically like a Souls game, but open world or partly. Well, I don't think it's like a Ubisoft style size of open world, but it is open world. I don't know. I'd like to try it, but I just these I'll, games are fucking solid by the all aye, accounts. I, I'll play it. I think I'll quite look, look of it. Yeah. Do you know what my notes say? Not my cup of tea. That's <laughs> what it says. Yeah, because it's like Lord of the Rings, really yeah. fantasy, and it's just too yeah. much for me. I oh, can't. it's definitely high fantasy. Like it's yeah, it's, and I know it's loved by so many like on the previous ones and like stuff like Lord of the Rings but it's just not, not well the, sto- the story's written by George R.R. R. Martin yeah. so the yeah. guy that made lo- uh, the guy that made Game of Thrones so the guy that wrote Game of Thrones has wrote the story for this so I assume the story's going to be pretty fucking good as well but it's just I mean it's one that I might end up having to watch somebody play on YouTube because I can't get through it myself <laughs> unless they add a diddy mode <clears throat> Yeah, and I mean, that's that's not all for February. There's still a few more extra mentions as well. So we've got Life is Strange Remastered is coming out. I know you're a big fan of the Life is Strange series, Craig. Yeah, I, I love the Life is Strange games. I don't understand this release, though. Like, Life is Strange mm-hmm. came out in, like, 2013 or 14. It doesn't need a remaster. Mm-hmm. It's not going to look any better. And they're selling it for about £40. So... Seems a bit strange, but mm. it is a great game if you haven't played it by all means. Yeah, we also have Ollie Ollie World. Ollie Ollie Ollie. <laughs> you can't not say that. I know. <laughs> it does look cool. That. Yeah, it's like a little skateboarding game. Um, this is third one, second or third one. Third time. Yeah. Um, so they're quite fun little games, and we've got Destiny Two: The Witch Queen DLC is also coming out in February as well. Yeah, and also rumored is. Hollow Knight Silk Song, which up until yesterday I'd never played. Have you played Hollow Knight, Andy, before? Mm, no, I don't I'd, know. What I'd it, never what played it. Is, it, but, is this um, the one with the like, she's wearing a dress and she's got like a white, yes, mousy uh-huh. sort of face? Aye, yeah, okay. 2D platformer. Um, and the first one, I mean, I've only played like half an hour of it, but you're like a boy version of that. Okay. And it was last night in the Discord, there was a few of the guys were saying, oh, you need to play it. It's one of the best games I've ever played. And so I was like, I could just, I've just finished Death Door. I can do anything, right? <laughs> you're talking to fucking heat completionist here. Because <laughs> uh, it's meant to be hard. So it's on Game Pass. So I downloaded it and I played half an hour. It's fucking really good. It's It looks amazing. And it just, it's like really tight platforming. So far, when I am, it's not been too hard. But I, um, I did get, I did get told you sort of hit a fucking firm yeah, brick wall at one up. point and it gets difficult. But it's it's lovely. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, it does so I'm definitely going to play more. And the sequel looks like more of the same again, but better. Is this coming to all platforms? Yes. Yeah. It'll be on Switch as well. And it looks like a pretty oh, good game. Yeah. That's uh, the kind of thing I'd probably pick up on Switch, actually. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay, turning now to month three of the year, March, we have Gran Turismo 7, which is actually the eighth mainline instalment of Gran Turismo series. Um, and it, fucking made an ass of that then, didn't it? Hell yeah, I don't know. The game was announced on June 11th, 2020 at the PlayStation 5 reveal event and is expected to come out March 4th, as I said, for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, making it the first multi-console instalment in the series. There you go. Hmm. 
racing in it. <laughs> what else can you say, really? Yeah. Looks nice. Like, the graphics look fucking cool, but... I don't we've, know. we've got our racing game, haven't we? Aye. If I'm going to play a racing game, I'm going to put Forza on. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine it feeling better to me than Forza Horizon 5, so I don't even... I, I, no offence to it, but I don't even know if I'll put it on. Like, yeah. Forza's just... I don't see how you're going to improve on that. Yeah. And given that it came to Game Pass as well, you know, yeah. it's at a almost free price point for a lot of people who've got that service, so... Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we've got that Dart 5 as well. You played some of that and all, like, mm-hmm. and it's really good. So I feel like between the two of them, I'm kind of covered for racing games. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel a need for a racing game. But uh, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. And Tunic coming out on March 16th, which is like an isometric Death Store type game, isn't it? Yeah, I'd heard people talking about it and I just... I kind of assumed it would be some nonsense, to be honest, just by the name. But then I was looking at the trailer, and it literally plays exactly like Death's Door, except with a different character. Like, even some of the the way that the attacks went, it looked the same. So I'm fucking really excited for this now. <laughs> like, really excited. It even had, there's like a hook shot in Death's Door, where you can, like, attach yourself onto stuff and, like, pull yourself across. And it's got that exact thing. Like, it just, it looks brilliant. I'm well up for this. And it's coming to Game Pass. Oh, there you go. So it's an Xbox exclusive? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay, and still in March, we've also got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Don't really know much about that. It's a but... spin-off of Borderlands. Okay. I've not really played it. It will be more, bo- I think it's like Borderlands, but there's more magic and a... Obviously a different story, but like yeah, I was surrounding this tiny Tina character. The tiny Tina tiny Tina character, that's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, came from Borderlands. Okay. But uh aye, it's Borderlands style gameplay. Okay. And honorary mention of GTA five, which comes to PS five on March as well. I just thought we weren't gonna mention GTA for an episode. <laughs> 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 Never. We, we, we laugh, but I'm playing it. No, no. <laughs> I'm excited for it, so you, Andy, you know? Of course. I will be all over that. Yeah. I hope... I mean, they can't, I don't think they can make an arse of it. Like, and they've delayed it, so clearly they mm. want to have it polished like fuck, but, like, I don't know. I just... I hope it looks and plays better. Like, I hope it's not just like, what the fuck? Uh, what, I'm hoping this is the reason that the trilogy was so bad, is because they're so focused on this. Aye. You know? Like, it has to be 60 frames a second, surely. And if it's 60 frames in 4K, it'll look like a new game. Mm. And it's that long since I've, certainly I've played the story that there's yeah. many beats that I forget. Like, so it'll be cool to play it again. Mm. Okay, next month, April, at the end of April, anyway, we have Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl that's coming out on April 28th um, this is a kind of weird one so it was a, it was initially announced a fo- following the release of Call of Pripyat don't know how to say it that's it um, and it was planned to release in 2012 before it was cancelled and then it resurfaced in 2018 with the development restarted and then powered by Unreal Engine 5 and now has a 2022 release date I didn't even know it had been announced years ago. Mm. So it's a first-person shooter, sort of horror-y, thriller-y type yeah. game. I thought it was quite refreshing that, like, certainly from the trailers and stuff like that, I've seen that like they've actually got them speaking in their native language, yeah. and then it's subtitled. 
Like, I know it's a wee bit annoying that you have to read them, but, like, I like that authenticity. Mm. Like, so many times they make a game, and if it's not set in America or in the odd time in the UK, they just, like, aye, well, it's Russia, but they speak English, or aye, it's here, <laughs> yeah, it's, like the whole it's Japan. Sean Connery, but, when he plays a Russian fucking uh, submarine <laughs> commander, but he's like, Re- release the torpedoes. <laughs> I mean, then you're like, Jesus Christ. Doesn't even, he's not even trying. I know. But that's the thing, like, I mean, I like that. I, I just feel it adds, like, a level of authenticity to it. Yeah. And, like, I know some people might be like, I don't want to fucking read subtitles, but I feel like I like, I just like they've went to that effort. It sounds cool, it's different. Yeah. Did you, did you watch that Chernobyl series that came out on Net? Was it Netflix? I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. I think we bypassed it, because I like, but I, I do want to go back to it. Yeah, I can't remember at the time. I think we just watched something else, and we were like, "Need a bit something a bit lighter." <laughs> yeah, I think it was so. like a, it was like a three episode thing. Like, but uh, I, I remember like I'm after sure it, the person that uh, was the director, they're like huge now off the back of that. Mm. In fact, they might actually mm. be doing the Last of Us now. It might be the same guy. Mm. But either way, like, I it's supposed to be excellent, but I haven't seen it. We should go back to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next up we have Forspoken, which is developed by Luminous Productions and published by Square Enix. It's set to be released on May 24th, 2022 for Microsoft and PlayStation 5. I think I'll probably play this one. Mm. I quite like the look of it. Same here. Um, So yeah, there's a, a young woman who's transported from New York to the fantasy world of Athia and uses magical powers to journey through it and survive in order to find her way home. I thought this looked quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't know that it's going to be f- something that I would get right into, but uh, it does look cool. It looks, it's hard to tell what it is. Yeah. Like, did they show combat? I can't remember seeing combat. Yeah, it was like hack and mm-hmm. slash type like, stuff. flies about mm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, remember it looked like when she was travelling, it was almost like she was now like hoverboard or something like that? Like, it looked like, they could, like you could get around pretty quickly. I'm trying to think of a game that you could compare the combat to. Is it like a Devil May Cry type thing or anything? No, because no. that's hack and slash. Uh, it's no hack and slash. Um, no, that's kind of hard. But I know, I, th- I thought it looked quite cool. Yep, and next up we have The Day Before. So it's an open world survival set in a deadly post-pandemic America overrun by flesh-hungry infected and survivors killing each other for food, weapons, and cars. How did they come up with? <laughs> the graphics look amazing on this one, though. Aye, really good. Yeah, and I really like the like. So it seems like you can just like explore, like. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. um and the the trailer certainly they had you going about like a shopping mall and they had like knockoff shops and I love stuff like that. It's yeah. Like so it was like for Tiffany and Co. It was like Stephanie and Co. and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it does look really fucking yeah. cool. Like, I, th- I think you made a good point when we were watching the trailer. You were like, but what's the point of it? Yeah. And I was like, I think you're just really looting and trying to make your house look better. Mm. But that'll probably be quite an addictive loop. But it does look really... F- I mean, whether it looks like that when it comes out, I don't know, because it yeah. did look really fucking nice. Yeah, yeah that, that was my, my kind of query. Like, is there a story to it? Or is it just... Like the division, it's kind of not really much a story. Yeah, you've just got a world where you can kind of like make up your own. It kind of reminds me a wee bit actually of The Sims, where you know, like 
in the very first Sims, you've got like, I don't know, seven or eight plots or something that you can own. And like, there's Bella and Bob Mortimer, they've got like the big mansion. Right. In fact, do they even have the mansion? They might not have the mansion to start with. <laughs> they've got a big house, but like, you know, that's your ultimate goal. You want to be the right. best, the best plot in the best house. Yeah. Is that what this is? Just, you want all the coolest shit. It <laughs> certainly, it looked like every other character that was there was an actual person yeah. so, but I don't think they necessarily get in your way so I think it will still be fun if you want to play single player because it was just like you'll see other what people what should we do yeah <laughs> you'll see other people and you'll see what they're doing but you don't have to get involved with it yeah but also if you hopefully were, they can't fuck with or, you yeah uh, if you, you were probably turn that on and off uh, hopefully but I would like if you were playing at the same time as me, I would come and nick your shit. That's what I like, the aspect of that. <laughs> like, you could follow somebody back to their hideout uh, and then wait for them to go into the mission again and just fucking ransack all their shit. Oh, there definitely will be stuff like that. Or you it? could, if you Remember don't Nathan? like that, you could turn it off in the sentence. Yeah. Remember Nathan did that? <clears throat> in Animal Crossing? <laughs> Stole all your we, shit? We, I read both the houses in Animal Crossing the same island. And I went to work one day and I came back and Nathan's got a big smile on his face. And he's like, ah, I went into your save, Dad, and stole all your stuff. <laughs> Sold all my stuff in my house. <laughs> and I never played Animal Crossing again. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, where are we? Uh, Saints Row so in August 2021 the new Saints Row game was confirmed to be a reboot to the franchise simply titled Saints Row is scheduled to be released for the Playstation 4 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X slash X and Windows on 23rd of August 2022 it's a return to the franchise's roots with a focus on gang warfare and less wacky tone than Saints Row 4 could nearly get more wacky than Saints Row 4, to be fair. Mm. Fucking aliens and yeah. jetpacks and everything. Do you think there's kind of like a bit of a gap for a game like this, though? Yeah, I think it's a good time to do this. Mm-hmm. To like see, like they went as mad as they could. And I think they did that because they're like, there's no way we can compete with Grand Theft Auto. What's well, the whole Eric Bischoff thing where he says... Aye. To be, you, you can't be better than WWE, so be different. Aye. So I think that's what they did. They were trying to be different, but now I think they've looked at it and went, GTA Five was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. We're years away from another Grand Theft Auto. There's Let's actually a gap for us capitalize to... Capitalise on the market. There's a gap yeah. in the market for us to actually rein it in a bit because folk are fucking gagging for another Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto and it's mm-hmm. no coming. Yeah. Speaking of which, just to get another Grand Theft Auto mention in, <laughs> I was watching a game of football the other day, and in between it, they had an advert for the... See the uh, Dr. Dre thing they brought to GTA Online? Oh, the, the new DLC. Well, oh. the new online bit. Yeah. It looks so cool. See seeing Dr. Dre as a character in GTA, mm. it just looked awesome. And he's sitting in there with the decks... Um, no, mixing no. music and stuff like that, and the mu- I mean it's my type of music. Like I was like, oh, I want to play this so much. And are you going to try and play it? You can't you know, unless you fucking play online. Play online then. I don't want to. That's <laughs> it. I thought those heists sounded amazing. Yeah, you need four folk. But you could. I could never get a proper game. It just didn't work. Yeah. So. So I, I did ask. On, I think it was on Twitter, I was like, can I possibly play this myself? Mm. And what happened was they said, you, apparently, so there's missions when you're with Dr. Dre and then there's missions when you're with Franklin. 
and you can play the stuff with Dr. Dre by yourself, but then in right. between the missions with Franklin, you have to play with like three other people. And Ugh. I was like, oh, well, that's me fucking out. Yeah, no, that's annoying. And it's just like, why, why, it's even Rockstar's perspective, just give you the option. Why can't you just give us the fucking option? You could probably watch all the cutscenes related to it on YouTube before I experience it. I actually might do that because it looks... I don't know what it was, but see you've seen that advert and just seen Dr. Dre as a digitalised yeah. character. It looked awesome. I'm sure, honestly, for YouTube that you'd be able to watch the cutscenes at least. Aye, I'll maybe get do a, that. An S, like a, a feel for an it. An idea for it. Uh, I'll maybe do that. Okay, turning to November now. Um, we have scheduled to release on the 11th of November on Microsoft... Xbox Series X slash X as a console exclusive Starfield. Um, so this game is described as a wholly new next-gen experience set in an entirely new space-themed world. It will be the first new intellectual property developed by Bethesda in over 25 years. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of Starfield. As folk, a, folk are buzzing for it. I'm, I'd be keen to play it. As a former space school student oh yeah yeah uh, you did go to I NASA would, didn't I would you? quite like to play a spacey game yeah right but the fear is that you know there's we don't know what's up there so is it just a bit boring you flying about is that what it is you know what I mean is in case you don't know folks Jess was <laughs> going to become an astronaut until <laughs> until they found a heart murmur <laughs> and, uh, she, had to, she had to drop out when I was 15, I was one of 25 selected to attend Scottish Space School, which they flew me over to Texas, Houston, Texas, and I got to do various things at NASA headquarters. It sounds like a grooming project if I've ever held one. <laughs> it was great fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it is. I think there's going to be a vast nothingness, but that's kind of what the Fallout games are, and then turn what this this is. I think the hope is this is Fallout in space, and it does look really cool. And importantly, they are using a new engine, so mm. they're not using that Fallout engine, which thank I. So that's a good thing. But at the same point, Get that deleted that engine. We've we've still not seen gameplay. Why mm. have they not shown anything? Like I get everyone's excited about it, but like, I mean, and. I think they really want to hit this date because there's something about this 11, 11, 22 date. I think something... some I, I, I can't even remember. I'm not a big enough Bethesda guy to know what the 11, 11, the meaning of that is, but I think they do want to hit that date. But why have we not seen anything? Apart from, like, a minute of pre-rendered CGI footage. Mm. They must have something to show. Doesn't they bode well? Unless it's not coming out this year. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've not given our predictions yet on delays, but we'll <laughs> we'll get to that. Because it was an interesting one. They they gave that date of eleven eleven twenty two about a year ago. Mm. Like it was eighteen months out. They they gave you an actual specific date, which just seemed weird. Hopefully, it comes out and hopefully it's good. Yeah. Okay, if you were a fan of a Plague Tale: Innocence, which released in twenty nineteen, we have a sequel coming titled A Plague Tale Requiem, set to be released in twenty twenty two for Microsoft Windows, Switch, PlayStation Five, and Xbox Series X slash X. The Nintendo Switch version will be a cloud based game. Good. Yep. This is the <laughs> this is the rats one, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was the first game was good. I I really liked it. I just thought it outstayed its welcome a wee bit. So there was I think there was sixteen or seventeen chapters and each one, well most of them were about an hour long. And it was like you played as this young girl trying to protect her even younger brother. And so for the most part you had to be stealthy. You couldn't even engage in combat. You could a little bit, but for the most part you had to avoid it. Mm. And it was like a cool mechanic, but it wasn't a mechanic that kept you on the end of your toes for 16 hours okay. mm. so while I really liked it I felt like it was maybe three or four hours too long uh, so hopefully this one's maybe a wee bit shorter but it looks cool have you written cool. in and given your feedback on that so they know to reduce it Craig I, well I said it in the review right <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure so I I think I did I think I was quite clear did you play a Plague Tale no Nah. Nah. But it's decent, it's worth a look. I think it's again, I think it's in Game Pass. Yeah, it's on my list, but it's not a priority. Nah. Yeah, sorry, I should have said we're on to the kind of games now that we don't have dates for them. They've just been given a 2022 window, so I mean you would sort of anticipate they're not going to be January or February since we've not heard that yet. Um so we're probably looking at, you know, the second half, but we shall see. Um, so yeah, one of those games is Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, based obviously on James James Cameron's Avatar film series. But this is developed by Massive Entertainment and will be published by Ubisoft. And it's a standalone story within the Avatar universe, by all accounts. Mm-hmm. I can give a fuck about this. <laughs> no, nope. you walked out of the cinema to see Avatar, didn't you? I mean, Castles went to see the first film and we left before the end. We're up in Glasgow and we're like, there's a train leaving in 20 minutes and this thing <laughs> m- might never end. So Whoa. let's just go. So I've never seen the end of the film. And like, what I saw was all right, but it just didn't. It just didn't fucking stop. It just kept going. Yeah, I mean, the, there's there's a fan base there for Avatar and I suppose yeah. those people will probably jump on this game and you might also get people who... But the fan base that's there for Avatar, most of them have died of natural causes. The film came out about fucking 13 years ago. Is there a new film coming out? There's four new films coming out. They're making them all at one time. See the whole Avatar world. It fascinates me, man. So they make a film that apparently is beloved, but everybody I know hated it, right? (laughs) And I don't like, like it either. I see so you're like, apparently it's beloved, but I think there's some sort of fucking conspiracy. Beloved, but you've never met a person who actually well, likes thing, it. You look at IMDb, high rating, it reviewed really highly. They talk about how it's one of the most anticipated sequels ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single person that fucking liked it. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that, I mean, I think it was, what was it, 2009? I think it came out, 2000, right at the beginning of 2000. Aye. It was either 2009 or 2010. And I think it was the end, I think it was December two thousand nine it came out, and so two thousand nine. Aye, so Jesus. There's and they've been planning these sequels for fucking ages, and now they filmed them all back to back. So apparently we're getting a film twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, and twenty twenty five. Yay! So you wait thirteen <laughs> years. And now all of a sudden you've got four films ready, a fucking game that, by the way, is first person. That's quite a risky move in that if the first out of the four flops and folk fucking hate it, then they've got three more. Three. Sorry, we've actually already half made it. And yeah. they need to try and 
claw back some money if you know what I mean. The whole it's thing, the most, honestly, it's the most expensive films ever. I find it wow. fascinating. Yeah. And like, I just from my memory, of the films you're these blue people. There's a lot of traversal and stuff like that. So to me, it would the make Navi. sense for the game to be third person. And that's what they're called, the Navi. Navi, aye. So it just seems weird that it's first person, a mm. first person open world game from Ubisoft. The whole thing's weird, and it's not coming out this year either. It'll get delayed. Yeah. If you are a fan of the Avatar series, then do. Let us know why. Explain to us, because I'm baffled. (laughs) Let us know why. I need to know more. Okay, next on the list we have Ghostwire Tokyo, action-adventure developed by Tango Gameworks and published by Bethesda Softworks. The game is set to be released worldwide in 2022 for Microsoft Windows and, is, oh, this is the one, it's a timed exclusive for PlayStation 5. Even though the studio is owned by though, Xbox. Yeah. It's like Deathloop, Yeah. So the player can use various psychic and paranormal abilities to defeat the ghosts and spirits haunting Tokyo. It looks kind of cool, but... It, I, they've not really gave away much like I'd like to see five minutes of gameplay or something because mm. at first I remember when they first showed it off and it looked proper survival horror and then once they showed a little bit of gameplay it was more action and I, I don't really know what's going on I, th- I imagine it'll be good though but I don't I, I don't really know uh, have you seen any gameplay Andy? No. I think it's mm. all been kind of like pre-rendered I stuff think, in uh, it it's not been gameplay as such it's just been I think the latest cinematics. The latest thing they said was early twenty twenty two. This will come out this year though. This was one that was supposed to come last year and get delayed. Mm. So I think the stuff that was originally scheduled for this year and get delayed, I think will come out. Yeah. It's more like Avatar where they've went, Aye, it's coming in twenty twenty two, right? It will come during the release of one of the films. <laughs> well that's the thing, they can coincide it with four films yeah. over the next fucking fifteen yeah. years. Okay, and another highly anticipated game for this year is God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So this will be the ninth instalment in the God of War series and sequel to, of course, 2018's God of War. This will be amazing. Yeah. It does look pretty good. I need to finish the first one. (laughs) I still haven't finished the last one. (laughs) What? I know. I got bored halfway through. (laughs) Bored. You get bored. I had my fill. All the, I liked all the other God of War games, but they finished after 10 hours, and this thing God. fucking just kept going. But yeah. I, It kept going, it was fucking amazing. It was good, I, I need to get back and finish it. Holy shit. It's not that I didn't like it, I just, there was I other stuff. I bored. And I, I, I wanted like... to go back and do that umbrella challenge. <laughs> that was, that was, in my head. I'm used to Kratos, I'm used to Kratos occupying me for 10 hours. And yeah. I got 10 hours in, and then someone's like, ah, you're not even halfway through it. <laughs> and it was a demoralising situation. I don't know why. I mean, it was like... It was good. I, I particularly liked the guy that was just ahead. He was funny. It's funny. I can't remember his name, but he was good. Me neither. Do we, obviously, all we know at this point in time is it's 2022, but do we have any sort of idea of when it's going to come out? It'll be towards the end, I think. I think so. I think, I'm thinking summer. Could be. Uh, it could be summer. I think Sony have got quite a lot of exclusives in the first half of the year, so uh, but not well. I mean, they could announce other stuff, but not so much towards like I August to December. Mm-hmm. So probably somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have Gotham Knights, which is an open world 
game set in Gotham City, features four playable characters, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin and Red Hood, each with their own unique playstyle and abilities. Can be played solo, but it's like a co-op multiplayer kind of game, isn't it? A fucking Batman game without Batman. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) Fucking, who wants to go Robin? You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Empty. The thing is, I, I'll, I'll try and play it because the Arkham games are fucking brilliant. I know it's not Rocksteady, but it's the same team that did Arkham Origins, I think, and that was still good. Mm. So I'm going to try it, but I just, fuck, fuck you, co-op. It's just annoying. Mm. But you could go... I could go back, girl, and you could go Robin. I don't even think you can do co-op locally, though. Oh, that's not good. So we'd need to be in separate rooms doing it, <laughs> shouting to each other. Mm. <laughs> That's his band, isn't it? <laughs> I'm having a great time. Kids are down the stairs. Shut up. <laughs> okay, another one dated for 2022 is Hogwarts Legacy, which was delayed. And to be honest, I'm not convinced this one's going to be 2022 I think either. it's getting delayed. <laughs> I think it's a stick on to get delayed. Yeah, so obviously set in the Harry Potter universe, um, you get to choose your Hogwarts house, attend classes at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and yeah, ex- explore an open world. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. Like, I'll, I, I like the films, but I'm not like a... I don't know, I wouldn't go and You've not read the books, aye. that's what he's... Yeah. Mm. I jumped on at the films, enjoyed the films. I don't take anything to do with it apart from the films, basically. <laughs> but I did like the films. Mm. But it's, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it does look cool. It's like Bully Magic Edition. Mm. Remember Bully when you'd go to the classes and stuff? Like, <laughs> it seems like that. Like, it sounds so fucking cool. Basically, create your own character, work your way through Hogwarts, go to classes, bit of Quidditch... Become a wizard. Become a wizard. You're a wizard, eh? <laughs> You're a wizard. I, I was, I was kind of hoping that like, you'd, you'd bump into Harry Potter, but it's, I think it's set like 200 years before oh, he was alive or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, that sounds yeah, fucking it's cool. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. Aye, um, it's not coming this year, is it? I mean... They've shown nothing of it. I think it's always telling when you're like, right, have you got anything to show us? And they're like, no, nah, no. Nah. But it's coming this year, you're like, well, you'd have fucking something to show us, wouldn't you? Yeah. But then when is our sort of next big, like, PlayStation event? I heard a rumour that they're going to have one of those state of plays at the beginning of February that's going to solely focus on Horizon. Okay. Uh, But then obviously E3 in June. Mm. Unless PlayStation or Xbox go on off on their own and make something, which they might. Okay, next up we have Midnight Fight Express, which we believe is coming summer 2022, where you can fight your way across the city in a brutal romp that mixes old-school brawlers and fast-paced motion-captured combat. I totally forgot about this, and it was James who'd said it was one of his most anticipated games. It's it's the one that looks like Sifu, mm-hmm. except it's like isometric view. It's the same really? sort of fighting style. It looks fucking brilliant. Uh, mm. I am really looking forward to this. Looks, I the, the latest thing it said was summer twenty twenty two. I I think that's one that could get pushed because it's like a really it's like three or four folk making a game, mm. and it's trying times. 
Okay, and we also have Redfall, which is an open world action adventure first person shooter that features both single player and co-op multiplayer modes. You can choose among four playable characters, each with unique backgrounds and abilities to fight against vampires as well as human enemies within the game. Your favourite word, Andy? The old (laughs) co-op. There's a real theme of co-op in it. I think there's also, I noticed, like quite a lot of female leads in the game. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, 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 it's about fucking time. (laughs) As long as you get the choice. I mean, I like the fact that like some games you can get the choice like, like with Far Cry yeah. you can make it a man you'd be so good with that they did it with Valhalla and all but uh, then you've got games that force it upon you like Horizon mm. we, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing no, definitely more not. women protagonists I mean it's 2022 20, for god's sake <laughs> don't think about that there did I you I did I did I was like what, what this is the first time I've had to say the year what is it mm-hmm. This this looks cool though, Redfall. It's like in types so so it's arcane that are making it, the guys that made Dishonor, Deathloop. And the art style looks quite neon coloured, quite similar. I know Deathloop wasn't neon coloured, but it looks quite colourful in the same sort of way. Mm-hmm. And it's vampires. Like the actual game looks we've only seen CGI so far, but it looks fucking really cool. Yeah. And then because it's arcane, the gameplay is almost certainly gonna be really fucking cool. But then there's that dirty co-op word. And it's not even just that. Like, I was looking through it and I almost forgot. But do you remember Wolfenstein Youngblood? Yeah. Which was shit. So they mm. made the two really good Wolfenstein games. Yeah, yeah. And then they made that fucking co-op one. Aye. Arcane helped with that. Mm. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. that doesn't bode well. <laughs> Hopefully think, they learned think, their lesson. No, but I think this does feature single player as well. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, better. Hopefully it's good. I, I, I trust Arcane. I do trust them, so hopefully it's good. Yeah, and another horror, we have Scorn. First-person biopunk survivor horror adventure game. It's Ebb Software, and it's for Microsoft Xbox Series X slash X. Listen, this isn't for me. It's like a horror first-person shooter thing. I find it hilarious that it was announced initially in 2014. That's crazy. Uh, apparently at that point they had a Kickstarter, which failed. Oh, wow. So that doesn't bode particularly well, but then Xbox came in and I think they reached... I think so, it went away for a while, and then after it went away, people were raging, and everybody was like, well, maybe you should have back to fucking Kickstarter then. And then I think Microsoft have now funded to bring it back. The the gameplay I saw actually looked quite cool, but it's not my sort of thing. It's like it's more sort of Doom style shooting I don't know, creatures. Not really my bag. Okay. Again, no date, but we are advised twenty twenty two for Sniper Elite Five. So it'll be launching simultaneously on Xbox Game Pass, Xbox One, Xbox Series X slash X, and PlayStation 4 and 5, Epic Steam, and on Windows Store as well. Did it say Game Pass? Yeah. That's good. I didn't know that. Carl Fairburn is back. He is. I really like these games, like, big time. They're just a lot of fun. Uh, And the fourth one, you could do the whole thing in stealth. It It was like a World War II Hitman game. And it was fucking great. So hopefully more of the same. Looks good. 
It'll be the same. It'll be the, if, 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 if you've tried Sniper Elite 3 or 4 and you liked them, you'll like this. And if you didn't, you probably won't. Yeah. Okay, and this is taken from Brickopedia, which I didn't know was a thing until today. But Brickopedia? Yeah. So it's the Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. It's the next instalment in the Lego Star Wars video game series. It's scheduled for release in spring 2022 on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X slash X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PC and Mac. Yeah, Brickopedia. So it's like the Lego Wikipedia. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's enough Lego shit going about that they could do with their own thing. Yeah, for all your fun Lego facts. I find the Lego games quite fun. I don't play that many of them, but like I loved the Jurassic Park one, like Jurassic World. You got to play through all three films. In fact, four films at the time it was. Uh, it was really good. Yeah, I feel like they are, I don't know, quite kiddie, but then see when you play them, you're like, oh, there's actually, I have to actually think about this here. Yeah. <laughs> like, quite a lot of puzzles and stuff that you're, it's not quite intuitive, I don't think. I get stuck at them all the time. But like I feel like the Lego games, they're like... They're good if it's a, if it's something you're into. So like yeah. if like I love the Jurassic Park films, so I love the Jurassic World one. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas they made a couple of ones that I wasn't that interested in, so I didn't particularly like this. Apparently, this one's supposed to be a bit different. Like the camera's more like proper third person, like right behind the character, and they're adding in like a lot of like flying missions and stuff like that. So it's supposed to be like a kind of upgraded style of Lego game. Uh, and better apparently Mm. okay next we have sonic frontiers so this was initially teased on back in may as part of the sonic central 30th anniversary live stream and then we saw officially announced on the 10th of december at the game awards and it's the first open world sonic the hedgehog title currently the only known character to appear as sonic the hedgehog but Looks good. I know we've spoken before, we're not massive Sonic fans, but I think this is definitely something I'll play. We don't have a date though, do we? So No. Seemingly it was meant to be twenty twenty one and get delayed, so maybe it will make this year. Mm. But I all they showed was like a kinda of open world. I think we were talking about though, saying like how good's it gonna look if it's on the Switch. But we weren't mm. really thinking maybe it'll be the cloud thing. So maybe it won't actually run in the Switch, but it'll mm. be like through the cloud, like Hitman 3 was. Yeah. And if it does that, then I maybe it could be like a sprawling open world. I was talking to someone, they were like, well, Zelda Breath of the Wild was a sprawling open world and they managed it, but that was like built specifically for Switch. Mm. And they were able to like, I don't know, like, call, like do everything they could with that hardware. Whereas if Sonic's been made for Xbox and PlayStation, then it's harder then to make go, right, make it work on this. But I can't imagine. I, I mean, I doubt I'll play it. I, I'm no interest in Sonic, to be honest. It looks kind of cool, but there's too many good games. As, we're, as we're demonstrating at the moment. Still not finished the list. Um, Fucking old. This one I'm quite interested in. It's a bit different. It's called Stray. And it you play as a stray cat who falls into a world populated by robots and ventures to return to his family. You've got to solve puzzles and progress the narrative, including including moving obstacles and traversing platforms. Yeah. You'll be all over this, Andy, getting to be a cat. <laughs> Love it. We're all cat lovers here. Mm-hmm. I think it looks quite cool. Like, the way the animation, it actually, 
Like, I don't know, I think it's quite hard to animate how a cat moves and jumps. Mm-hmm. But they did quite a good job so of it. So graceful. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it looked, I think it looks quite cool. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things, though, that, like, it'll probably be cool for a two-hour game. But if it's a ten-hour game, I think it'll get fucking old. Yeah, it depends on, like, I don't know, the, na- the story narrative of it. Like, if it kind of sucks in enough, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is next up. It's set in an open world based on Metropolis. Game features four playable characters, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, Harley Quinn and King Shark. Well, it can be played solo... Good to know. The game also features a four-player cooperative multiplayer mod. There's there's a theme of that as well. Co-op. <laughs> You've got four characters you can be. <laughs> oh, they fucking love it, don't they? It's yeah. always four as well. Mm-hmm. It's always four. Apart from it just takes two, which is ironically two. <laughs> <laughs> I was I can't remember who it was I was talking to, but we're talking about how the like the theme of 2021 was time travel, death loop. 12 minutes mm-hmm. Can't even, there was a couple others as well and we're like what's the theme of 2022 going to be and I was like oh, I don't know but see fucking going through this podcast it's clearly co-op yeah. innit <laughs> I mean there, there was plenty of co-op last year but this is the fucking year of co-op mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to be the year where the backlash comes Great. from co-op as well uh, can't wait yeah. again this looks cool but It'll all depend on how you can play it by yourself. Mm. It looks to me a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy, except with Guardians, you could only play Star-Lord, and the other three, you sort of controlled them via a menu, whereas with this... No, so when you play this one solo, you can switch between characters, um, and the other control- the other ones are obviously AI when you're not... Right. So on the fly, you can just switch between them all? Yeah. That's quite cool. Yeah. Look, it might be good. It might be good. Like, yeah, and again, Rocksteady don't make bad games, so hopefully it's fucking good. Okay, and we're also getting a House of the Dead remake on Switch, I believe. Oh, God. Who cares? Yeah, another yeah. zombie zom- shooter. I put this in for something on Switch. Like, I, I quite like the House of the Dead games back in the day, but... I don't know. Like, it is kind of cool that they're bringing it back, but it's not something I'm going to play. Just a few more. So we've got Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. It's currently like an untitled sequel to the 2017 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, so we're just calling it, calling it Breath of the Wild 2. Ah, yeah, th- th- that's what they'll call it, I yeah. think. Um, I don't think we're probably like the only three. If you, you'd struggle to find a collection of three people that hadn't played Breath of the Wild, but I think you haven't played it, have you, Andy? No. Uh, you'd struggle to get three gamers anywhere in the world and all three of them hadn't played it and we mm-hmm. haven't. I don't think this is coming this year. Just no for me. I mean, uh, Lisa played it and she loved it, man. But I'm sure it's great. Uh, it's, just, it's just not our taste. Aye. Uh, I mean, I it will so. be brilliant. Like, it will be fucking brilliant, obviously. But I, I, I don't think it's something. I'm still waiting for fucking the first one to come under 40 quid so I can try it. But <laughs> I know what you will be trying, though, Craig. Two Point Campus. Oh, so yeah. fucking excited <laughs> for this, man. It looks amazing. Yeah, so this is the sort of business simulation game developed by Two Point Studios and published by Sega. Successor to Two Point Hospital, which I know Craig absolutely loves, and tasks you to build and manage a university campus, which I'm sure you are very skilled in. 
at the moment. Such of a great course. idea. <laughs> I think that the trouble I'll find, I think, with this is it'll be quite American. I mean, I know they all are, but it'll be very American-based versus mm. what my, you know, interpretation of university was. True, yeah, and it'll be daft as fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of it. It's silly, isn't it? It's interesting. I think it was me and you, Andy, at one mm. point, we were sitting thinking after Two Point Hospital, we're like, right, that was brilliant, but what could they do next? And I didn't for a second think of, like, a university, but it's a fucking great idea. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Yeah. Fun fact as well, see Two Point Hospital, there's three separate reviews on our website for that game. Because Why? we get sent it, it came out on PC first only, and we get sent it, reviewed it. Then when it came out on PlayStation 4, they sent it to us, and I reviewed it again. And then they made a jumbo edition, a DLC, and they sent us it again, and uh, K. Pedersen reviewed it the third time. It's That's fucking silly. brilliant, man. What a game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And just to sum up, there's a few other ones we'll just give a mention to. So we've got Little Devil Inside, Oxenfree 2, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time Remake, Skull and Bones. That Skull and Bones game is supposed to have been coming for about six years. So I put a massive lull because I don't even know if it's still been made. (laughs) Okay. Evil Dead, The Game, Lord of the Rings, Gollum, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Ark 2... And the Callisto Protocol and Splatoon 3. Yeah, because there's not enough games coming out this no, year. No, so, so few, uh, we're going to be... I, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. <laughs> like, I mean, Should we just quit the podcast now? I mean, <laughs> And start up a new co-op-centric podcast. <laughs> I'm sure such a thing does exist. So. I'm pretty sure it does, <laughs> right? Okay, so yeah, that sums up all the games that we are anticipating to hit consoles in 2022 drop us your thoughts what are you most looking forward to well we actually did get some feedback on that. Oh. first of all what's what is your most anticipated oh. game then wait till i scroll back through my list this is a total not a cop-out but see for me it's dying light and horizon hmm. but it's, i feel like maybe part of that's because they're like a month away yeah but that's what i'm most excited for for me it's it's dying light and god of war right and then horizon Aye. I think, see the fact that they're soon, it gets you more excited because you're like, oh, like the dying light's out in four weeks. I know, that's yeah, crazy. It's Which is awesome. What were you doing? Yeah, I don't, I'm quite intrigued by First Spoken. Um, I, I think it's, I don't normally like kind of fantasy type magically things, but I don't know, I'm quite intrigued by that one. I like the look of it. Yeah. Um, so we got some feedback in. James said his most anticipated is God of War, Horizon 2, Sifu, Elden Ring and Midnight Fight Express. Dr. Fact said his is Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Breath of the Wild 2 and Elden Ring. Uh, Donnie said Horizon Forbidden West, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, uh, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok DLC and Forspoken. Although he says if it gets poor reviews, he'll get it in a sale rather than day one. And Alex says, God of War Ragnarok, Breath of the Wild 2 and Starfield. We also had a poll to see who what the most anticipated game was. I put 25 games in this, so I'll not bother reading through them all. <laughs> the top 10 were at number one, Horizon, Forbidden West. Second was Elden Ring. Third, God of War Ragnarok. Fourth, Starfield. Fifth. Breath of the Wild 2, 6th, Dying Light 2, 7th, Gotham Knights, 8th, Forspoken, 9th, Ghostwire Tokyo, and 10th, Sonic. Fair play, Sonic. 
Although most of the, the votes went high up. So like Sonic was sitting 10th out of 25 with 2% of the votes. Mm. Uh, uh, so a lot, a lot to look forward to. Indeedy. Oh, now y- there is a lot to look forward to, but I dare say there will be a few delays and a few other things happening. What, More than a few. What do we predict for 2022? Uh, I put a, add a couple. I think the PSVR two is going to get delayed to next year. When is it set for just now? Apparently twenty twenty two, but I think it'll no get, date. No, but I think it'll get delayed. Like surely, and I, I know there's like certain parts that are hard to come by, and I figure one of those parts is needed to make a VR headset. Yeah, I mean that's that's certainly <laughs> one of guess, but... one of the things that I think as well. Like um, there's still this chip shortage and stuff like that, and the the create like the manufacturers said they anticipate that's going to go into 2023 so i think there's there's still going to be that sort of shortage of consoles i don't mm. think i think what it is just now is probably what it's going to be for the next year to be honest like you can it's get hard. it if you really try but it's hard to see an end to this mm-hmm. uh, just stick with the psvr too i also think that they're going to bring half-life alex out with it day one that's like an exclusive to PC at the moment, but I think they're going to cut a deal because it's mm. the it is the best VR game, and I think you make a deal when you come out with a bang with Half Life Alex Two. The other predictions I've got, I think they're going to announce a Star Wars Mandalorian game. That show is so fucking big, mm. and they're trying to get a load of Star Wars games and like in production. Surely you'd make a Mandalorian game. Yeah, you would think. And it could be so cool as like an open world. You're going about doing bounties and stuff like that. Like if they do it right, it could be amazing. Uh, and the last one I've got is that Starfield either gets delayed into twenty twenty three or launches with significant bugs. Yeah, the other thing that I think might happen is the kind of battle of subscription services is going to heat up with Sony launching their sort of Game Pass competitor. I know they've kind oh, of. True hinted at that and they've got a code name I can't remember what it is they've called it but oh, Spartacus, something it? like that yeah um, so I think we might see that this year um, yeah I, I, I hopefully wonder if it's going to be any good I don't know and I also think NFTs are going to go big in gaming very much dividing fans yes and <laughs> can't wait to buy a fucking digital handbag <laughs> Non non fungible token. Yeah, Aye. yeah. Still, we were unsure of what it is actually. I know. I think that's by design, though. I don't think they want you to know what it really is. It's certainly, <laughs> yeah, and it's early infancy, the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, it fucking dies. Is a stillborn. <laughs> Chris Jericho's got a. Yeah, I listened to his podcast. Yeah, a comic, yeah. like a comic that's been released as an NFT. Oh really? Yeah. And there's only so many of them. Mm. And his, his plan is to then do a movie or something, potentially, right. or another like proper comic at the end or something. I don't know. It's hard to follow, man. Look at, look at Jericho being on the fucking cutting know, edge of I technology know. and raking in the door. Yep, that's what it's all about. It's all money, isn't it? It's all businesses. He's, he's good at that sort of stuff. Aye, true. Any prediction from you, Andy? Eh... Uh, Co-op dies in its arse. Hopefully. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's almost like a will in its existence. Uh, I know, I've got a feeling that one of the games I'm really looking forward to will be delayed. And like, I've just had a really bad feeling about God of War. 
I think that it's a definitely a chance. I know, but I feel as if all the other ones are more set for some reason. Just God of War because it's so ambitious, and I don't know the type of studio it does kind of want to make make it right. Yeah, which means that you have to wait. Which I don't mind waiting as long as you don't don't keep on saying do this time and then change it again. Just give us a fucking window that's a year and a half away. Fair enough. Then, then you know. It. Aye, then you know. The fact that Horizon's coming in February, like, and they've gave a date and it's been that for a while, like, that's definitely coming out this year. Mm-hmm. But I got the wars a bit more. And Dino, like, like you said, it's already went gold. I didn't know that. It's coming out in four weeks. That's awesome. Aye. Who else do you think Microsoft are going to buy? This year, I don't think they'll buy anyone else. They've bought <laughs> fucking everybody. I know. I think all these wee uh, maybe some wee small studios. studios. Uh, you might find like, see if there's a studio that makes a game for Game Pass and it does quite well. They might be like pick them up. Maybe they'll buy Metallica. Oh, imagine absolute scenes. <laughs> Four pound in the discount bid. <laughs> Uh, right, so we've got a few listener uh, predictions as well. Dave said, xCloud comes to Switch. I want those achievements on the go. That was rumoured a while ago, mm. so it could do. You could play Xbox games on the go. Um, Flying Taco says... <laughs> Flying Taco says, Rocksteady and WB Montreal realise that nobody gives a fuck about co-op <laughs> and makes these awesome-looking games single-player. It's more of a, a wishful thinking, but that'd be cool. Uh, Kerry says Sony announced their Game Pass killer and it goes down like a wet fart mm-hmm. possible and Connor Mitchell says Starfield is actually an NFT of Todd <laughs> Howard's face <laughs> Elon Musk buys it for 2.3 million Okay, that wraps up our 2022 forward look and predictions Our next segment is Gaming Movie Night this week we watched, as I mentioned at the beginning, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. It was released just this year and it's the 7th? No? 8th? Fucking could be the 17th <laughs> at this point, man. <laughs> Fucking Christ hell. I would guess. The eight. newest Resident Evil film. I would guess. It's a good old, ninth. good old reboot. Yeah, so this, rather than following on from the previous ones, actually goes back, doesn't it? It's a... Prequel, that they're using no, all the even... original characters. Yeah. Um, well, what they've actually done with this one is they've looked at the games and went, "Let's make a movie based on these games." <laughs> the first two, the first two games essentially, Aye. they've melded yeah. it together. So there's no Alice. No, no Alice, who was never in the games at all. Anyway, you've got Leon, who's a bit weird looking. <clears> the Leon casting was and his character's was... weird as well. Ah, he's like a nothing like Leon. Ah, he's nothing like Leon. Because Leon's quite an assertive character in mm. the games. I mean, he's sure he's so. This guy's fucking like sleeping on the job and all that kind of stuff. And uh, that annoyed me actually. See when that fucking bus or tanker exploded, and he's still and he's asleep. Just sleeping. I was like, oh, fucking wake up. <laughs> um, uh, what else? I found it quite scary at the beginning. I thought, yeah. like, when they were setting up the world and, like, those old women were looking through the windows. Oh, and Jess, just, was, like, yeah. Jess was threatening not to watch anymore. Yeah. yeah I was freaking I out, mean, man. The, the, Didn't the like of, that. I mean, I knew this from, from the games, albeit I've not played them, but, like, in the orphanage bit at the beginning, and there's yeah. creepy dolls, there's little girls, all the sort of 
you know, yeah. stereotypical horror film stuff yeah. was there. That <laughs> I don't really get scared at horror films, but we girls, oh, yeah. creepy nah. as fuck. Oh, you would not like that game. It was, it was called Fear. Ah, I've not it? played it. Oh, it's a wee girl called Alma. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I genuinely fucking really liked this film. Same, I really same. liked it. Like, I enjoyed it. I, I like the other Resident Evil films, but to mm. me, they're just they're fun action films. This yeah. is a Resident Evil film. Yeah, it's well. The guy said that's what he wanted to make it like, like scary again. Yeah, and uh, I think they've totally gotten away from that. And there is like a long time ago. Yeah, they're not scary. They're survival. Aye, they're action flicks. Yeah, like action survival. Like they're the zombies are almost like just a part of the world now. Mm. Whereas this one, obviously, you're starting to see the zombies become because everyone was fine before it started kind of going to shit. And uh, yeah, it was quite scary at the start, man. I loved how, like, like you said as well, like it. So the first game and the second game, from my memory, almost take place in the in the games at the same time. Uh huh. And like I loved how they implemented both the film, both the games into that film. Like, because yeah. I was at first, I was saying, "I'm like, ah, so it's following the first film." Oh, but wait, the police station is the second film, a uh, second game. Sorry, and then it went back and forth, and I was like, "Oh yeah," because they happened at the same time, pretty much. And, and the police station so, so well done. Yeah, like it's it's like so, so cool, such a cool re- recreation of it. Yeah, I really feel like if you like, if you're a big Resident Evil fan, I think you'll like this. Yeah. Like I'd, I think there's a way you can't not like it. It does justice to the material. Definitely. The only mm. weird thing was the cast of a, a Leon. Like, I remember, because I played yeah. it quite recently, the third game, I thought at first it was Carlos, who's the guy mm. in the third game, because he's got black Looks curly hair. Like and I was like, oh, it's Carlos, they're doing the third. And no. It's just <laughs> no. randomly Leon. His character, didn't, his, his character just didn't suit Leon. Just didn't he? And then... Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield? She was out at Claire, I. She's the one who went uh, on the bike? Yeah, stuff. Uh, aye, she aye. was Claire Redfield, and then she Jill was... Valentine was uh, the girl that was the stars. That's right, that's right. Um, everyone else was suitable aye. to their car. They were almost well, instantly recognisable. Aye, and at first I was a bit taken aback, but it becomes clear at the end where Wesker was a cop. Yeah. And I'm like, Wesker's a cop. I was a cop in the first one. I did not realise that. In the first game, he comes into the mansion with you. Right. And then he fucks off, and you're like, what's going on with him? So it's totally true to the aye. game. Aye. Oh, oh, that's it's, cool. It's fucking I really totally good, forgot aye. that, because it's so long since I've played the first one. Yeah. Like, I played it when it was first out. Aye, 96 or whatever. So, come on, you know what I mean? No way I remembered <laughs> that. So I was a bit confused at that bit. I was like, Wesker's a cop, but I'm sure he's the main protagonist throughout the films. And then at the very end, it comes back. And, yeah. And uh, what's her name? Zoe Wong or whatever her name is. Ada Wong. Yeah. She she says, look, she wants his help and he's blind and he's got the, the Wesker glasses on. Aye. Yeah. It looks like they're setting up for a second, which I hope they, I hope they do yeah. make. I'm not sure how well this one did, but I, I really know. hope it did do well. How can we find out? Aye. Because um, I thought it was great. One scene that I just loved so... I know you're saying it was ages since you played the first Resident Evil, but hopefully you remember. So when you start the first Resident Evil game, you go into the foyer and then you go off to the left and there's like a big room. You go down to the end of that room, you go out, and then when you come out of that room, you take a right and go down. That's when you meet the first zombie. 
and it's the zombies eating a guy on the floor. And it's and recreated then it, in the film. And they recreated yeah. it perfectly in the film. Yeah. And I just, I, I was like, I was sitting watching with Jason Castles, and uh, as that bit was happening, I was like, they're redoing that bit from the game. Because it was such an iconic, the first time you see a zombie. Yeah, I know it's So bit. well done. I really, really liked that. Well, at the moment, uh, this is uh, 25 million budget. Hmm? Pretty modest. Aye, ah, definitely. Yeah, so some it, good effects and stuff like that as well. It's made 33. It's not bad. Especially in COVID times, like you've got to allow for that. Like There won't mm-hmm. be as many people going to the cinema as and there would be. Is it not probably still at... You know, it's still at yeah. the cinema, so that's nah, the thing. That's it's not, still it's, ongoing, probably. Nah, you've yeah. still got all the extra money it's going to make from future releases and stuff like that as well. Like, I, I really hope it gets a second one. Uh, at the big, see at the beginning or near the beginning when Claire turns up at Chris's house and you see the neighbours and they're like half lost their hair. Yeah, they that's were what creepy I mean. as yeah. fuck, man. Yeah. They were. Then right they start creepy. running in. And then there's a kid, you know. and then it just yeah. Yeah, no. That's I'm sure, I'm sure that was the exact point. I was like, I don't know if I can watch any more of this. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, so I can't remember his name, but see the doctor at the end who turns into the nemesis. Yeah, he. I thought that. I thought the. I suppose it would be. I don't know if it was CGI done or if it was like prosthetics, I, I but it, it was, looked some cool. Some it was puppetry. Yeah, and then some it was CGI, obviously. But it was. I just thought it was really well done. Again, it yeah. looked really good. It looked, and it was so true to the game with the eye on the shoulder, yeah. and it, I really liked it. I really, uh, really liked it, and I was expecting it to be shit because the trailer that I saw before release made it look like a fucking porno, like you know, one of those like. Um, Mind you, were saying you weren't happy with it at all. Aye, it was just—it looked like one of those parodies they make. Like yeah. it's like, oh, mm. like, oh, scrub horns to scrubs or whatever. It looked—it <laughs> just looked off. But then when I started watching it, I'm like, no, this is good. You could tell the director's a fan. Yeah, and he's what he wanted to do justice to it. Definitely, I think, I think he did. Definitely, but I enjoyed that a lot. Okay, shall we rate? Mm. Okay. Now, if you have listened to the last month, we have deviated from our usual movie games and watch Christmas films. So we rated them in mince pies, but we are back to our usual Scotch pie rating system of one to five, with five being the highest rated Scotch pies. So I'll go first. I'm going to give this a three purely because I've not played the games. So don't have as much to refer back to. Yes. But I enjoyed it for it being a horror, scary film that I don't normally like. Mm-hmm. Well said. Could <laughs> be Andy. I think I'm going to give it a four. I'm a four as well. I was kind of going between a four and a five. I don't think it's quite a five, but it was mm. very good. It was very good. Uh, I've also got the results from the listeners. I think it was like about 130 votes. Uh, 11% gave it 1 16% gave it 5 22% gave it 2 23% gave it 4 and 28% gave it 3 so it was actually quite all over the place but um, mm. uh, three, star- 3 pies wins narrowly beaten out 4 3 pies wins okay. 3 pies for the winner Okay, we are back to our usual weekly gaming movie. What are we going to watch next week? Assassin's Creed. I remember that being quite a slog, but it is still in the docket. Assassin's Creed. Is there only one Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Okay. 
Is there a new one coming? It's about the length of two of them. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think I did not. Don't done very well. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll be good fun for next week then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Assassin's Creed we shall be watching next week. If you want to watch also, send us your thoughts after you have watched it. Send us your scotch pies. Let us know. Okay, and finally, this week, our pick of the week. There's absolutely nothing out, so I was just looking at the sale, and because there's been so much talk about Deathloop recently and stuff like that, Dishonored 2 is currently £3.19 on PlayStation, and it's on Xbox Game Pass, so... You can either get it for free or for the price of a coffee, and it's an amazing game. If you liked Deathloop, you can't go wrong. It's basically the same game with less colour and a better story. So I would recommend picking that up. Okay, thanks. So that is us for this week. First episode of 2022 in the bag. Boom. In the pocket, out of sight. That's not a saying. That's for a film. What films are? <laughs> Can't remember, but it's from a film. Eh? <laughs> okay, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss future weekly episodes. As I mentioned at the beginning, you will find us every Thursday at three pm with a new episode. And to keep up with all things Pure Dead Gaming, make sure you are following us on our social channels. Just type in Pure Dead Gaming, and you will find us. And if you have not already, please join our Discord and come and chat with us. Andy, <laughs> Death to co-op. <laughs> And yeah, we shall chat to you again next week. Bye. Bye.